Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. I am excited today to have with me John Bertles and Karina Piaggio, co-directors of Bash the Trash. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Delighted to be here. So give me a little bit of background about Bash the Trash. I know it's a very unique approach to uh, musical instruments, and I think it's an awesome concept, but go ahead and, and tell us your, your story. So Bash the Trash is kind of a collective of musicians, educators, dancers, scientists, all kinds of people um, who are focused on this idea of, of educating and making change about climate change. Um, and so, you know, it, uh, the, the group has been around for over 30 years. So as the, 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 uh, the knowledge and the systems of, of what we know about climate change and plastic pollution has changed, our mission has changed as well. But the, some of the, the concepts remain the same. We work with musical instruments built from recycled and reused materials. Um, and we focus on the science of sound, we focus on the materials themselves, where these things come from, um, where they go to. So we talk about the waste stream and we talk about you know, where garbage comes from and where garbage goes to and the troubles that we're running into with plastic pollution in the oceans, among other things. And um, it's more than that as well, because it's also kind of a collective. Um, we have about 35 musicians across the US and internationally. And they all are sort of, they agree with what we're talking about, but they approach it in different ways. And so this way we have different ensembles in different parts of the country. And also, you know, when we perform internationally, we draw on different performers as well. Yeah, the approaching it in different ways is one of the most exciting things about it because the common thread among all of us, all of the artists is a concern for the planet and all life in it. The approach, there's room for the personal. We all know what we need to transmit, but how we transmit it, it's up to each individual. Um, and uh, we do have shows that have a, a, a through line and that needs to be respected. But really there's a lot of room for creativity here. And, and whenever you let people lose, 
it's always, always good. It's always good because they come up with things that we didn't come up with. Right. So that's that's the idea. The idea is to let kids know, hey, everything you take for granted, don't. So tell me a little bit about the programs that you guys run. I, I saw that there were, were several different uh, kinds that lend itself to different musical genres and things like that. Absolutely. I mean, we've sort of evolved um, ways of uh, really sort of satisfying a lot of different uh, uh, organizations and venues. We do performances in schools. We do workshops as well. Um, we do residencies where uh, kids have longer experiences with our teaching artists, either live and if our teaching artists are there or virtually, of course, in the modern world. Um, but we also do larger performances as well. Um, we work regularly with Carnegie Hall uh, when things were live. We, we were doing two shows a year where we were no, bringing... not in the big hall, not right. in the big hall, but in the education, education department. Right. And we would bring 20 musicians and we would uh, build over the course of a day over a thousand musical instruments. And, you know, 200 kids at a time would come into our shows. So we would perform for these kids and they would also use the musical instruments that they built as well. Um, so, and then sort of the final component of all this is uh, things like education of teachers and of performing artists as well. So we work with Kennedy Center as uh, working with teaching districts and so forth uh, with professional development for teachers, but also we work with performers uh, because not all music performers understand how to perform for kids. They certainly know how to perform for adults. So we also run programs on, on teaching uh, performers for children how to be better performers, how to make connections better. So it's really a combination of education and sort of fun, you know, exciting performance as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you've been around for, for over 30 years um, and considering the, the mission of this, how have things evolved since this first began? Just understanding, you know, how society has changed, information has changed, and awareness has changed. It's funny because we used to start the show saying the words, have you ever heard the term global warming? And the only thing we got was... Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nobody has yeah, heard yeah. of it. So imagine the curve since 30 years ago where nobody had heard the term global warming to what the planet is now. Imagine that. So we had all throughout, we evolved the language, the content. We always try to be um, knowledgeable of the science as it advances, gathers data, releases it, interprets it. And we try to convey that to kids that are not ready to hear all the science are not ready to hear about the extinction of cute animals, but are ready to understand how the entire system of the planet works. So that's what we focus on. And plastic pollution, which is something that everybody can see, observe, suffer and modify. I think one of the main changes that uh, are happening right now is that it used to be that we were focused mostly on, on awareness, uh, knowledge of the problems. And now we're more focused on activism, 
on making the actual change. Uh, the IPCC climate report that came out just about three weeks ago was devastating and terrifying. Uh, IPC is Intergovernmental um, Panel for Climate Change. And it's an intergovernmental project that, that sort of focuses on what the earth is gonna look like 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, if we continue to use fossil fuels at the same rate or if we change. And the idea is if we change, we can sort of prevent the earth from becoming worse. We know that there's change that's going to happen. That's a very difficult change. And, uh, but we can, we can out, uh, we can affect that outcome. And the idea that is now is the time. And the kids that we're talking to are the ones who are going to be affected the most. So that's why we're trying to bring this out. Correct. I mean, how much longer you and I are going to be on this planet? And, and I mean, we hope a lot, but we know that the little ones are going to suffer the the brunt, brunt, you say? The, yeah, brunt, the brunt of it. So the idea is, and besides the a fossil fuel industry is not jumping on this. It's kind of saying it's jumping on this, but it's jumping on this 30 years from now, 20, when everything is already going to be affected. Yeah, when, when they have no other choice. Exactly. Yeah. So what we want by now is to turn the kids into... Activists. Activists. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? Don't stop it. The second, right. convert to renewables now, tomorrow, start tonight, and tomorrow you start. So that's what we want to do. It's a very tall yeah. order, we know. Yeah, simple and easy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we have to approach this with humor because, and with sort of the, the love of the arts and so forth, because otherwise it's all gloom and doom. And also, and you know what? You can't present kids to with only gloom and doom and no way out you have to present them with things that they can do they have to see the light at the end of the tunnel they have to know that they can do something about things otherwise it's just too dark yeah it's no it's too dark. all about the message and the delivery of the message for sure Absolutely. and, and yeah. there has to be hope at the end there has to be hope. Hope and involvement, because that's that's where the hope comes from, is your personal involvement in making that change. So when you work with kids, do you, um, they make their own instruments? Do they, they come to the table with their own ideas? Do you have themes? What, what are some of the, the most interesting instruments you've seen kids make? <laughs> I mean, it's so amazing. Um, we, first of all, you know, because we have to work with materials that the kids can find themselves, because the idea is not to buy stuff. The idea is to find it around you, whatever's around. But and the context of this, let me, let me tell you a little bit about the structure. We Usually we go into classrooms, having, having uh, already shown the show, we go into classrooms and the kids will have brought bags with their own trash. Right. Go on. And then from there, I mean, we give them some general ideas. Because with some of the instrument families, there are ways that we know that certain instruments are going to work well. If you put a cone at the end of a horn, um, it's going to sound louder. If you put a string on top of a box, it's going to sound better. You know, there's some simple things like that. Beyond that, it's really all about the kids' ingenuity, enthusiasm, inventiveness, and their willingness to try 
to sometimes succeed gloriously, but let's face it, sometimes to fail as well. Which but is when, another way of learning. Right, because when you fail, then it's the stick to that you use to then go on to make it work. And you learn a little bit more about the instrument. You learn a little bit more about the materials that you're using as well. And that's the, the knowledge part of it. And also systems, because there are systems to instruments, uh, for instance, according to what vibrates, something has to vibrate. Otherwise, there is no sound, there's no instrument, there's no conversation. So something has to vibrate. And in each family of instruments, something in particular vibrates. So we go into all that and we we try to come up with ideas. Okay, if this is what vibrates, can it vibrate if I add this? Can it vibrate? Can it make a louder sound if I add a box? How do I add a box? How do I attach it? Will it sound if I, you know? Is the box going to collapse? Is there right. engineering? I mean, I think one of the things that, that, that comes out of all our things is the interconnection of all these subjects. If you want to build better instruments, you have to understand the science. To build better instruments, After understanding the science, you need to understand about engineering. And if you're understanding about engineering, well, then you're starting to learn about math. And then the, the concepts just explode at that point. I and mean, also by now, we can talk about the materials you brought. So that is plastic. What is plastic? Where does it come from? Where is it going to go? Nowhere, by the way. Uh, it goes, plastic goes nowhere. It's the most evil thing. It stays forever. No matter what size, it just stays. So we, we try to go into all of that. We specialize in making connections. Yep. So um, I know you guys also produce music, so we're going to talk about a song today, but um, does the entire uh, Bash the Trash Collective get involved in the song-making and album-making process? More or less, not always. I mean, because when you have 35 folks and they're all spread across the country, it's kind of hard to bring them all together. Um, we have a, a, a group, that's why we sort of have regional groups, but our strongest regional group is where we're based, which is the New York City area. And um, all the musicians there are all educators as well, but they are all involved in the actual creation of the music. Um, we have a bunch of different ensembles right down to trios, like a sort of a power trio kind of a group, all the way up to an 18-piece uh, ensemble. So we really have lots of different things, and we cover many different genres, as you mentioned earlier, partly because we're, we're not really a genre-specific organization. We use a lot of blues because the instruments are really simple. I mean, you see the stuff that, that uh, you know, that's behind us on the wall. Two and unfortunately, strings and a bass, right, you're, you're, A and D. <laughs> your, your, your listeners can't see it, but I mean, right behind us, there's a bass made out of a, uh, a weed whacker cord and styrofoam. And it sounds great, but at the same time, it has some limits in terms of the playability and so forth. So we stick with simple song forms, you know, although we don't always And, um, you know, a lot of times we bring in instruments that are, are um, sort of hybrids of real instruments and, and, and our garbage instruments. And every now and then we let a real instrument into the mix, like in the, in the song that we're focusing on this time, we let a, a real trombone in there because we needed something that was that was really emphatic. Yeah, so, we, we don't exclude. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not exclusionary when it comes to real instruments. So parents that are interested in getting their children involved with what you're doing, how would they find you, sign up for your programs and, and participate? Well, you can find us at our website, which is bashthetrash.com. 
And at bachelortrash.com, we list all our programs uh, that are virtual as well as live. And of course, in the virtual world, I mean, we don't have to travel to, to reach uh, kids in schools or places like that. We can, we've done over, I would say, 250 virtual programs since last March. So we have a lot of experience in what we're doing. And those are complete concerts as well as individual workshops and so forth. You can also get a sense of things at our YouTube channel, which is you know, just go to YouTube and type in Bash the Trash and you'll find us there. And there, there's a lot of um, uh, recordings of our, our concerts and song uh, videos and so forth, plus step-by-step instructions in video form so you can build your own cool and weird musical instruments. And that's really what it's all about. I mean, we build the instruments ourselves, but really it's about you building your musical instrument and what you do with it. And that's the focus. Very good. All right. Are you guys ready to get into your song? All right. Absolutely. This episode's song is called Two Plus Two Is Not Five. Tell me what was the inspiration behind this song and, and the message behind it? All right. Uh, the inspiration was I got really angry the, a few years back. There was a, um, what was he? The was secretary the, of uh, EP, environmental, EP, pro, environmental protection. It, he was the head of the environmental protection agency. I moved the table again. And he did not believe in global warming and did not believe in the science that was coming uh, about global warming. And I got so angry and I scream at the TV because, you know, I, I listen to news and I argue with the TV and I told him, but that is like saying two plus two is five. So then we had to write as a protest songs for a, one of the shows in Carnegie Hall that each show had, each, each uh, event had a theme. And this one was protest songs and that kind of thing. And I said, two plus two is not five. And I wrote a song that says, the lyric goes more or less, I went to school like most of you and I learned that two plus two is four. Please don't tell me it is five because I know it's not so. And I also riffed on, there was a lot of, anti-science movement. Misinformation. A a lot of, there was, I don't know why I speak in past tense, but um, that makes me really, I find it very frustrating. If you accept that two plus two is four, you have to accept that four plus four is eight. And if you take it like that, there's a lot you must accept. (laughs) And there's very little you can deny. And so the song is all about that. There was this, uh, there was this libtard insult going around to people that believe in science. And that also I found very frustrating. And so in, in, the, in the song, it says something, you can call me names, but two plus two still is four. Um, so that is pretty much the spirit of the song. Am I forgetting something? No, I want to want to tell a little bit about the instruments before uh, before they play. So you you hear what uh, you understand what you're listening to. Um, the drums are made out of uh, big giant water cooler bottles. 
um, with percussion stuff for for uh, cymbals and things like that, which are serving trays. The uh, the bass drum, the kick drum is made out of an old suitcase. Um, the guitar is it's like a regular six string guitar neck, but it's attached to an oil can. So, of course, we call it, you know, six liters of rock and roll when we describe the, the guitar. The bass is made out of weed whacker cord. It's not it's not, not made out of styrofoam. It's made out of an old drawer this time. And the violin thing that you're hearing is something called the styrolin, which is a, a two string violin made out of styrofoam. And the only real instrument there is a real trombone, which which we we asked Sam to put in there. So Sam Kulik, right. who's the singer, you will see, you will hear him riffing on the two plus two is four um, theme, because I told him. So you have all this time. I said two plus two is four. Give me uh, some examples. One plus, one yeah. plus three is four. Right. Three plus one, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then I told him, just keep on riffing on that for X amount of time. And, so and he came up with wonderful things. And each time we perform the song, he does it differently. He does it differently. <laughs> and at the very end of the song, we always yell out to the kids, uh, you know, so what does two and two equal? And a lot of times we get five, which is not <laughs> what we're looking for. <laughs> That's the kid's sense of humor. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Here is two plus two is not five by Bash the Trash. I went to school like most of you and I learned that two plus two is four. Please don't tell me it is five Because I know it's not so Two plus two is four And you can't tell me otherwise Two plus two is four And you can't tell me otherwise You came with this idea And you love it so So you push it, you push it to believe that two and two is five But you know that's not what it is Two and two is not five And you can't convince me otherwise Two and two is not five And you can't convince me otherwise I can count on my fingers One, two, three, four Four, three, two, one I can do two plus two Plus one, one plus three, zero, four. The square root is sixteen. One and three eighths plus two and five eighths. The number of walls in my bedroom. The number of biological grandparents that every human child is born with. And still, two plus two equals four.
four is contentious and you like to scream and shout in my face I'm mistaken and I'm wrong, I'm also dumb and pretentious You can sticker at my four, you can call me bad names And still, I went to school like most of you And I learned that two plus two is four Please don't tell me it is five Because I know it's not so Two plus two is not five And you can't convince me otherwise Two plus two is four And you can't tell me otherwise Yes, still I have learned That two plus two is four And you cannot convince me otherwise is four, and you can make that go away. Two plus two is four, and you can make that go away. That was two plus two is not five by Bash the Trash with some of the most interesting instruments you're ever going to hear in a song. All right, guys, tell us where people can stream and download that song and where they can connect with you guys on social media. Absolutely. You can find our albums uh, pretty much anywhere on Spotify, CD Baby, lots of other different places as well. Um, any place where you can do your streaming or you can, uh, as I said, find the actual product itself if you're still want, uh, looking for something to use as a like a coffee mug like holder or something like that you can get the cd but um you know also you can find the rest of our music at our uh first of all at our website which is bashthetrash.com and also at our youtube channel and you know across all the social media uh you know platforms as well all right guys well, thank you so much for doing the show it's been a pleasure to have you on it's been delightful thanks so much patrick our pleasure thank you so much all right take care